I try to just think of it kind of as my week. So there's three things that are really important to me. Obviously one is work, my family, and then some type of service, whether it's to the individuals that are working for us, our clients, personal church related, whatever that is. And so I try to just make sure my week as a whole is encompassing all those things. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood, because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. On this week's episode, I am talking to Nicole Grinnell. So Nicole is an entrepreneur and working mom who at a very young age gained experience in small business ownership. She worked alongside in her family business from the age of 10 until the successful sell and transition of that company. Nicole then worked in corporate America until she and her business partner co-founded their remote fractional staffing company and took it to $1 million within two years. Their mission of Boson Solutions is to give the small business owner a nimble and profitable business in any economy. So I really enjoyed this conversation talking to Nicole about all things related to building a home-based business as a busy mom. So without further ado, let's dive in to this conversation with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm super excited to talk to you today about all of your online business experience and can't wait to get started. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and your background and anything else you want to share with our audience? Yeah, no, that's great. Well, a little bit about me. I have now been married almost 20 years. We live in the Atlanta area. We have two children that are teenagers. So that's lots of fun. I'm actually from Northern California. That's where I grew up. And I would say really started working. My parents were small business owners as well. And so we were sort of entrenched in the family business by about the age of nine or 10. So definitely have small business background as well as my husband. We transitioned to corporate world during our 20s and 30s. And now I have a remote based business. So lots happening in our world and lots of different backgrounds. That's awesome. So your remote based business, Boson Services, Mm -hmm. how did that come about? Was it something you sort of always aspired to do? Or how did you actually decide to start the business? Yeah. So it kind of came out, it kind of fell into our lap for a lack of better word. I was actually working as an executive assistant in a corporate world and the individual that I was supporting was retiring and I had younger children at the time. And I've always been able to have a job that allowed me to be home when my kids were home and et cetera. And so that was really important to me. Over the years, I had had just business owners that I knew would contact me and say like, 
Hey, do you think you could just, you know, do X, Y, and Z for me? I don't need a full person, but I would just love if you could take this off my plate. And so I kind of knew there was a little bit of a need out there. Let me just try to like be my own virtual assistant. And maybe that's what I'll transition to and I can still be at home. And so I did that for honestly about two months and I was just overwhelmed with the demand out there. And so I actually went to my business partner who we worked together for about five or six years in corporate and said, I think this is like an actual business. Like, I think there is a market where small businesses are really needing the support without, for one reason or another, able to bring on full-time employment, or maybe they're looking for optional ways to staff. And so that sort of snowballed us into what Bosun is today, but it really kind of came out of necessity and seeing what small business and even medium-sized businesses were really looking for in their workplace. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I know there is so much need right now for virtual assistance. I think it's kind of exploded over the past couple of years and it's such a great option for moms, especially moms that are looking to have a more flexible work arrangement. So yeah, I think that's great. So how is it sort of going from a corporate job to where sort of you feel like, at least I felt like this, like everything's pretty much controlled for you, right? In your corporate job to owning your own business. So can you talk a little bit about just like the sort of mindset you had to go through to launch into a business coming from corporate? Yeah. So, I mean, there's pros and cons of everything, right? And one con I would say when I was in corporate is because I had grown up in small business, there was this element of like, you just serve your customers no matter what, right? Like there's no red tape. There's no, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, we can't do that because this department's doing that. It's just like you serve your customers. Yeah. And so in corporate, that was hard for me because it was like, I don't understand why we're getting roadblocked when the client is asking for this. And that's what we need to service. Whether your client is the employee, whether it's an actual customer, you know, whatever that looks like. So that was hard for me. (laughs) And so, well, there's definitely pros to corporate. I mean, like you said, things are taken care of, you know, there's, you know, just procedures and things in place. And that's something that we try to help small businesses get to, you know, I enjoy small business more because at the end of the day, you are there to serve your customers. And so you get to skip a lot of that red tape in owning your own business. Now, of course, the con also is you are you know, you report to everyone, essentially, you know, when I hear people say, Oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, I'll be my own boss. It's like, Oh, honey, you are a slave to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. So there's no being your own boss. But I do think that it was a really easy transition to me because that was how I grew up. And so if there's one thing that I can say, we can take it to the bank, it's the way we treat our clients and try to make them whole regardless of the situation Mm -hmm. and the level of customer service we're going to bring to them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. When you start your own business, it, it's, it's a learning curve. I did not come from a business background at all. I came from a family that all had normal nine to five jobs, like yeah. their entire lives. So it was a, sort of a different adventure for me, like breaking off on my own, but I love it. And, but yes, it definitely, it is a lot of hard work. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you're kind of never off and that that's really how I grew up with. And of course, when I was younger, it was like, oh, why can't we just be a normal family that goes on vacation and your dad comes home at five family that was staying at the lab until 11 o'clock and we never went on vacation. So there's, you know, pros and cons to it. Right. But I think it definitely helped me develop this. Like you serve your customers and your employees 
to the best of your ability. And there's certainly no like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not my job description. Hope you can figure it out. You know, like you really are everything from the owner to the janitor and everything in between. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. So how would you say use your skills gained in corporate to run your small business? So a little bit like of a background, like a lot of moms say to me that they're super nervous to make the leap from a normal nine to five job to a business or to like a virtual assistant position or things like that, because they're afraid they're not trained properly. But to them, I always say like, well, what about the skills in corporate? So how did you use your skills? Yeah, well, just like I was saying, like, you know, there's, I keep saying that, but there are pros and cons to everything. But one thing we try to help small businesses, and it's things that we had to develop in ourselves is, Mm-hmm. A lot of business owners are coming to us like winging it like day to day. There's not really a process. They're, they're just making sure, you know, clients are coming in, hopefully money's coming in and, you know, like everything in between is flying by the seat of their pants. And so mm-hmm. what we really wanted to do for our clients is, and Liz, my business partner is really good about this at the beginning is like helping set up those policies and procedures that need to be documented and get in place. Like I will say that Liz and I definitely took for granted our backgrounds between she also came from small business. Her father owned multiple businesses. And then we were both in corporate. So there were a lot of things that were like intuitive to us because we were raised around them that are not intuitive to everyone. And so it's kind of really awesome for us to be able to come into a a small business and say, okay, like you have no process for your invoicing. Like there's not a day that this is going out. You have no like checks and balances of if you're being paid, you know, and kind of walking in there and going, okay, this is how a accounts payable department should look like. Mm -hmm. And so, and a lot of that we learned from corporate, right? And so while you still get the flexibility in small business to be able to run and create the culture and treat your customers the way you want to, you do need to have something, (laughs) some operational setup done in the back end. And that's what we try to do for our clients. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of the structure of your business online is super important just because, you know, you want to make sure that you're having a good client experience, like you said. So yeah, definitely. So transitioning a little bit in the conversation, can you describe your typical day running your business as a mompreneur? How do you structure your work day owning your own business? Yeah. So I would love to say that I'm able to just completely structure it, but as I'm sure (laughs) things come out of left field, both on the personal side and with work. But really, I would say I try to just think of it kind of as my week. So there's three things that are really important to me. Obviously, one is work, my family, and then some type of service, whether it's to, you know, the individuals that are working for us, our clients, personal, church related, whatever that is. And so I try to just make sure my week as a whole is encompassing all those things. And so some days I'm able to just focus completely on service, maybe that day. Another day, maybe like I've really got to knock out all these things regarding work. Some of my children may be needing me more. So I try not to look at it as like, okay, I've got to accomplish all these things in one day because that gets very overwhelming to me. And I want to be able to build in enough flexibility that when things do happen, I'm not so overscheduled that I can't address whatever problem may be coming up. So I would love to give you better tips than that, but that's really kind of how I kind of schedule out my weeks. Yeah, I like that a lot because often if we do put too many things on our to-do list, I've noticed that you just feel more overwhelmed, doesn't help your mindset and more of like makes you feel like you 
skip something. And so, yeah, I think just like picking a few important things, I think that's a really great way to look at it. Yeah. So what advice would you give to moms who are looking to either start a side hustle or have this dream to start a small business? What tips would you offer them to get started? Yeah, I mean, I think I would just like really clearly define what it is you're hoping to do. I was actually just having this conversation with a friend recently, and she's a friend that has like a billion ideas in her head of of what she would love to do, right? And so the biggest thing, and I say this really out of how ours kind of grew is dip your toe in and find out if there's a need, right? Like you become your own first owner, employee, and everything in between and see what that need looks like. I mean, you don't have to build the website and get business cards and then figure out, oh, this really isn't a need for anyone, right? So that, I mean, and that's sort of how ours came about. It was like, I kind of dipped my toe in, I got a couple clients and I started networking and I really found out like, this is a huge need that is kind of untapped. And so I would say, encourage them, like before you just feel like you've got to build out the entire corporate structure, just start with one client. See where it goes from there. How does this really work with your life? How do you envision getting out of the business so you can focus on the higher level because the business should not be run only by you day to day, Mm -hmm. not sustainable. And then look at those things first. And then if you're in there and you're like, wow, this is a huge need. Okay, what does that look like to take it to the next level? What do you need to do? So sometimes I think people get so caught up with all the details and well, how am I going to get this? And I got to get social media and a website and an office. And like none of that matters. Get your first client and then go from there. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, you often can get wrapped up in all of the little details and then just end up being sort of overwhelmed and paralyzed from starting anything. (laughs) I know that has happened to me in the past. So how would you suggest they would go about getting that first client? So what are some methods you have seen have worked? Yeah, so I mean, I will be honest, I am a horrible networker. (laughs) I just do not enjoy it. I don't feel like it comes naturally to me, but it is necessary. And so I think first is really defining like who your client is. What does that look like? And then where is that client? And then essentially going to that client that you've now decided is your target market and seeing if they would purchase your services, whether it's a product or a service or whatever that would look like. And then essentially, you know, if that is a need, getting in more with them. I'm a big believer, especially when you're starting off, it gives really good referral discounts to your current clients because you want to incentivize them. And obviously word of mouth is a great way to network, but you know, you kind of start small, grow your community. And then hopefully if your product or service is a need and you're doing a great job, it's just going to grow naturally. We have not spent any money on marketing we don't do ads. We don't do a lot of print marketing. We're not doing any, you know, anything like that. We really have built our business off of just great customer service, treating our contractors correctly and referral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of people get sort of wrapped up in sort of like the Facebook ads and yeah. they get afraid. Like if I don't run an ad, then how am I going to get any business? And you're probably like the third or fourth person I've heard say that you don't really utilize ads and it's more of like a referral and customer relationships. I definitely think like ads might be useful for some businesses, but I definitely think that people shouldn't be worried about getting wrapped up in the complexities of the ads when they're first starting out. Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely a time and a place for that, but 
if we're talking about people that are just starting out, especially someone coming from corporate that maybe hasn't done small business, like you really need to think of yourself as the lemonade stand on the corner. That's where you're at. You are not at the, you know, (laughs) corporate office. And I think sometimes when you're coming from corporate, you think, well, I have to get a receptionist and I need this and I need that. And I need these departments. Like none of that exists. It's you (laughs) who are your whole business. You are the lemonade stand on the corner and you just need to get a client and that's it. And you start from there. So yes, is there a time and place for marketing budgets? Absolutely. Is it right now? 100% not. (laughs) Get your first client and go from there and figure out how you're going to service them, really hone in on your market and what your company and your culture is going to look like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I love that. I love that you said you're the whole lemonade stand on the corner. It's so true. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, thank you for that advice that I think that's really great for people who are looking to get started. Just basically just go and start and worry about all of the complex details later because just getting started is the first step in the right direction. Absolutely. So Nicole, is there any other advice you'd like to give to mom? You know, I would say that, you know, for a lot of our contractors, they are moms, which is great. And that definitely is my passion because I've been there. I've done every kind of odd job I could while my kids were really little. So I say to a lot of our women, like, there's probably not a job I'm giving you that I haven't done myself. And I know what it's like to balance kids and everything. But especially for moms that maybe have left corporate and are now being a stay-at-home mom, which is fantastic, there's this feeling of like, well, I still should be able to bring in what I was bringing before or work as much. And I try to tell a lot of moms, especially when they're at that stage, is like, that time for you is just not right now. Like your Mm -hmm. focus is on your children, if that is your goal, and that's what you're wanting to do right now. And you can handle X amount right now. And that's great because that's the season that you are in right now. Like I can speak from it when my kids were little, I could really only work like five hours a week. There just wasn't much more for me to give, Mm -hmm. but now they're older and they're in school and they're teenagers and they can stay home themselves. So I have more time to be able to do things like this, but focusing on like what's in front of you and not feeling like I'm not giving enough. I'm not contributing enough. Like you are, you are literally raising your children. That is your Mm -hmm. contribution right now. And that's something you should be proud of. And that time will come. You can have your career again if that's what you want. But right now, like focus on what's in front of you. Be content with what you have. And the time for your dreams and your goals that you want, it will come. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, everything, eventually, the plan will work out for you as it's supposed to, right? I'm a huge, I started reading a lot about like the universe and like just kind of, you know, waiting and there is a plan and just be patient and it will work out. And definitely like everything you said, we all enter different seasons of life and we have different amounts of time to work on things. So I think just being patient and Mm -hmm. still keeping at that goal, especially if it's something that's, you know, something that you really, really, really strive towards. And it's been some, a dream of yours for a long time but like slowly working at it, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So thank you, Nicole. So I have just a couple more questions that I ask every guest to get to know a little bit more about you and like what you're currently working on. So what is something you would consider to be sort of like your non-negotiable practice that you have to do every day so you can start or end your day on a positive note? Okay. So 
I am not a morning person. I've kind of realized this about myself <laughs> the older I've gotten. So I would say I more end on a positive note than start on a positive note. It really, it's, I'm not a morning person. I've just kind of realized, come to accept that. Um, <laughs> I would say the non-negotiable um, for me would be being present when my kids are home and when my husband gets home. Mm. So like, it pains me if I have to take a call when mm-hmm. like my husband's just walking in the door. Like mm-hmm. that's really something that I try to be very good about it just being done because to me, I feel like I've been given eight hours a day that I can work on this yeah. <laughs> I need to get myself and be done because I find if I'm off or I'm having to go work, it sways the way the night goes. And so if I have, been, and I'm not talking like I got like a full course meal ready, like, let's be honest, some nights it's hot dogs, but <laughs> I'm talking about like being present, hearing how their day was helping with homework speaking to my husband, having dinner together, like those are kind of non-negotiables. Of course, things happen. But I know that when that doesn't happen, it really offsets the dynamic for the night. Yeah, I love that. And it kind of ties into setting boundaries when you're a work at home business owner. Boundaries, I think are so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard. I mean, you know, and like I said, it's, of course, I'm guilty of having to take a call or there's an emergency or I've got to work, you know, but in general, my practice is like, I am done by five, everyone Mm -hmm. is home by then and I need to be done. Even if it means I'm getting back on at 10 to wrap up some loose ends, when everyone's in bed, I really need to take that time for them. Yeah, I love that. So what is your, say you're having sort of like a difficult day, some things are not going right, or as you expected, what would be a working mom hack to get you through and to kind of change the day around? Well, I don't know if this is a hack, but this is definitely my practice. I take a bath. I literally will take a bath in the middle of the day. And people used to make fun of me for it. And (laughs) my business partner used to, because even when I was working in corporate, I would get off at two. I would have 30 minutes before my kids got home to kind of like change my role and be mom. And I mean, you could count on me in that bath at two o'clock every day. And (laughs) she'd make fun of me for it. And now that she's been working at home, she was like, that literally changes your mood. Like I will just take 30 minutes. I will take a bubble bath. I will put my phone off the side. I'll just chill, read a book, do whatever, listen to music. And then I'm kind of like, okay, I can get back on and do this. But sometimes, and for some people it's, you know, go take a walk or whatever. That is kind of like my decompress. I need to like re-energize myself and finish this day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I definitely, I think that's great. You know, most people would say like something that they do with their kids, like have a dance party or other things like this. But I think it's great that you're resetting yourself so you can, you know, focus more on the transition to your family time. So Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Would you consider to be your favorite, either podcasters, bloggers, or like a favorite author or expert that's really influenced you your life? Oh man. So, okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big reader. I'm a huge documentary nerd, but I don't like read a lot partially because I have like ADD inside of me, I'm sure. But I will tell you something that I'm super hooked on. And I got hooked on when we started this business was Marcus Limonis. He does shows on CNBC. Um, No, I don't. I'm not familiar. Well, his approach to small business, I think is just fantastic. And he essentially goes into the, it's almost documentary style 
And he goes into these small businesses and sees a lot of things that honestly we see with our clients, whether they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, build a shell of a company that really, you know, they just need to focus on getting customers or they've got processes wrong. They're not focusing on how much things are costing them, whatever that is. And he kind of just goes in and like resets them and he puts his money where his mouth is and invests in them. And I find him really, really inspiring. So I do read some of his stuff. I watch his shows. I like his approach to small business. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll have to definitely have to look him up and check that out um, to get some of those tips. So yeah, what, he's great. what are you currently working on, Nicole, that you're most excited about in your business? Oh, man. So I would say we just went through a rebranding. We used to be CC My Admin, and we just rebranded to Boson during COVID. And so we're excited about what this year is going to look like that, especially with kind of the shift to everyone working remotely. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest hurdles we had, I will say like four years ago when we first started is people going like, how do I know that they're actually working? And don't people working from home just sit and watch television? And, <laughs> and now that everyone has essentially had to experience it, we don't get any of those questions. They're like, yeah, I get it. And in fact, you work like twice as much. So <laughs> We're excited for the timing of that if we're making, you know, lemonade out of lemons in that we rebranded and we're really focusing on allowing businesses to grow remote teams as opposed to just traditionally like a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. We really want to be your back office support, especially Mm -hmm. as now we're moving into a climate of businesses don't have offices. And what does that look like? And how do you have a staff if you're working from your house? And so we're excited for those possibilities for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, from last year and from just the pandemic and everybody working at home, I think in general, we're all sort of moving in that new direction of remote work. And yeah, it did take a pandemic to get there. (laughs) But I think now a lot more companies are realizing that they do have to sort of design those sort of remote offices and remote workspaces because they're very valuable for the team. Yeah, no, absolutely. So where can we find you online? Where do you hang out most often on social media and all that good stuff? Yeah, so you can find us um, just at Boston Solutions for website and social media. And, you know, you can learn about that. And I know we didn't talk as much about this, but you can definitely apply if you're looking to kind of work remotely. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I mean, I know we've talked a lot about moms, but we've had so many different types of women come in from, you know, my husband is retired and I want to do a few things. You know, my kids, I'm just new empty nester, a lot Mm -hmm. of military moms, which awesome because they're just phenomenal women to work with in general, but it's a great fit for them because, you know, it's very hard for them to keep employment because they can be stationed places anytime. Yeah. Um, we had one girl that literally started with us in Alaska, ended in Florida and had like five stops in between, but she never missed her beat with her clients. So that was kind of awesome. So if that is something that you're looking, you can go to bosonsolutions.com and there's a, you know, join our team section and you can fill it out and just kind of let us know what you're hoping to do. It's not scary. Even if you're only looking to work five hours, that's things that we staff. So it's just a great flexible option. Awesome. So yeah, and I'll also include all of the links to your website and your social media profiles all in the show notes. So um, listeners can go ahead and navigate to all those places if they're interested in um, exploring that. Awesome. That sounds great. So thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time to tell your story and share your advice. And I know 
that this is really going to help a lot of moms because a lot of moms that I've talked to are looking for flexible work. So this could be a super great option for some of them. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I really appreciate you having me, Kelly. Of course. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you. You too. And to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Don't forget to go check out the show notes for links to all of the resources that we've talked about today. And I wanted to let you know of an amazing new mini course that I'm offering. So if you head on over to the workingmomcollective.com slash purpose, you can sign up for a mini course on discovering the path to your purpose. So in this course, I will take you through six modules to help you go from stressed, burnt out, and overwhelmed in your current career situation to happy, excited, and hopeful, and filled with passion for pursuing your purpose. So this mini course will set you up to pursue your purpose with the mindset that you can actually turn your dreams into a business. So go to theworkingmomcollective.com slash purpose to sign up for this free mini course and tag me on Instagram once you sign up, letting me know what you've discovered in your journey to pursuing your passions. So let me just tell you, I have been wanting to release a resource for all of you for the longest time. And I'm finally just putting this out into the world in hopes that it will help somebody that was like me about a year or two ago when I was completely unhappy in my current career situation. I knew I had to make a change, but I didn't exactly know where to even start. I didn't know what even the next step would look like. So this free mini course is for you if you have that feeling where you know that you want to do something more, that you want to pursue something else and you just really are unsure of where to get started. So it will be six modules. Module one will be a skill assessment and survey. Module two will be mindset work. Module three will be truly exploring your dreams and what those look like and how you can actually turn them into reality. Module four will be taking those dreams that you explored and formulating them into a business idea. Module five will be marketing plan basics for marketing your business. And module six will be the tech tools that you need to get started. So if you would like to start pursuing your purpose today, then just go sign up on theworkingmomcollective.com slash purpose. And like I said, tag me on Instagram or DM me or send me an email and let me know how it's going for you. I really want to help you through exploring and discovering your purpose and some business ideas that you have. So please do tag me and send me DMs. I read all of them. And thank you so much for continuing to listen to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. I will catch you on the next show. I would be so, so grateful if you went and left a rating and review of the podcast 
So Apple loves it when you rate and review the podcast that you love listening to. And it would just mean the world to me if you went over and left a rating and review for the podcast. So that way our show can be introduced to more working moms that really, really can gain positivity from these episodes that can teach them something. So if you go and leave a rating and review, I would be so grateful and just thank you again for continuing to listen every week. You are the reason why I continue to talk into this microphone for this podcast. Without you, I would wouldn't have the podcast. So thank you so much.